Before we crack into today's festivities, we'd like to take a moment to show our ongoing support and for the current civil, what would you, I don't know unrest. what you call it, uh, civil unrest, but also the, well, the civil support rights. For, yeah, so but, yeah let's call it that, because I think it is yeah. that, the civil rights movement that's happening um, in support of BLM and any other support, any other charity. There's a whole world of them out there. BLM is it's a bit of a catch-all, but we'll say that for now. So we just like to show our support as much as we cannot speak from personal evidence at any point. We are not experts on this situation. We can at least show. I saw a friend of mine went on a march and held a sign, which I think sums it up, that said, I will not understand, but I can stand. And I think that's a very that's apt situation. We will never understand truly what it's like to be a black person in America, a black person in our own country or anywhere, but we can at least stand with them and show our support and be a effective ally in that situation rather than letting racism go on. Um, but also to that point, we can do it in a very particular way. We, um, we love film, we love television, so we thought the best way of us to show our support and to show our stance on the situation is to share with you some examples of films that demonstrate um, like the, the black experience in various countries or show some history or or culture of, of previous generations of black people in America and such um, or just things produced by African American and black artists not necessarily about I mean most of them do end up being about that but so we thought we'd just share a little list of stuff that you can see that will either inform you, educate you, and entertain you, um, which is uh, the BBC's fucking <laughs> that <laughs> mantra, but that was unintentional. Um, so we've got a few examples here, stuff that we've just, we literally just came up with now. We've probably missed out a whole world of, uh, that we're aware there's so much more than this. These are some that just sprung to mind immediately, stuff that's recent or personal favourites of ours. Um, so we've got the documentary 13th, which is currently on Netflix, which is, I mean, spans quite a big, spans quite a lot of things, but it's generally it, about the 13th yeah. Amendment. And yeah, going, it, it's, yeah, it's brilliant because in a world full of fake uh, statistics and percentages at the moment, um, you can watch this documentary that will give you the facts and figures yeah. uh, that make you go, OK, there is an institutional problem here. Yeah, it very much, it very, very nicely lays out the information in a way that doesn't seem yeah you can you can trust it mm -hmm. um when they see us which is also on netflix which um is about what's it about? i've watched this <laughs> and now it's the, blank. the uh, uh the, the five the, the five the five what they called the, central, um, park. central park oh, no, five, now they're yeah? now they've central got a different park. name haven't they like the wrongly the wrongly imprisoned yeah. five um, um i think very um gritty realistic horrific drama about yep. these these young children who were falsely accused of a murder yeah there's also there's also many documentaries about that there's a whole podcast series on it which is really good um yeah and also you get to see trump being racist from a very from a long time ago yes. which is nice because you can yeah. see that he's always been a shit um <laughs> uh then we've got selma which I don't know where it's available. I don't think it's on Netflix or anything. But it's about uh, 
the town of Selma and the the civil rights movement within the town of Selma, isn't it? Yeah, um, led by Martin Luther King. Yeah, the Martin Luther King movements. Yeah. Um, yeah, slightly off tone, but still just as relevant. And if, if anything delivers its message a lot harder because of that, is Black Klansman, uh, which was out a year or year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, slightly on. different, not 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 serious, but still conveys its message very effectively due to that. Yeah, um, you that... utilizes satire in a yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Um. Uh. But with a gut punching, uh, heavy ending mm. that makes you realize, okay, yeah, nothing has changed. And that's due to go on Netflix. A lot of these are going to due to go on Netflix or due to go on Amazon. We're not entirely sure where they are right now. Um. We've then got the Malcolm X film, which is sort of a biopic of Malcolm X. Um. With Denzel Washington. Um. Which will give you a bit of history of the sort of one aspect of the civil rights movements in the 50s and 60s and also the documentary who killed malcolm x which sort of goes alongside that um we then got detroit which i haven't seen so i can't say anything uh catherine bigelow's <laughs> directed um uh, sort of biopic about the detroit riots okay. um, in which you start with a kind of broad view of the detroit riots but closes very quickly into a almost horror film-esque um, portrayal of police brutality. Mm. Uh, we've then got Queen and Slim, which is a film that was out last year. Um, 12 Years a Slave, which I think most people have either heard of because it was a big film at the time, which is a story of a man who is, who is like a middle, he's middle class almost, mm-hmm. isn't he? And yep. this is not now, it's set in the, when slavery was a thing, obviously. Um, but he is captured and put into slavery for 12 years, um, despite being a middle-class black man in... Free late, man. Yeah. yeah, free man. Like, he's a, vi- a violin teacher or something, isn't he? And it's based on the true life story. It's based on the, the diary of, a, of someone who that actually happened to. So that's... Uh, uh, the Hate You Give. Again, I haven't seen that, so someone's going to have to break that one down for me. Uh, the Hate You Give is um, a, a film about a young girl who essentially, um, she rides with a a friend of hers in a car. Uh, The car gets pulled over by the police. The uh, friend of hers gets killed by the police officer, um, which sparks her to kind of come out of herself and her kind of um, timid and um, shy ways to become uh, one of the the spearheads of a a march um, that tries to change things. Lovely. Uh, we've got Moonlight, the Oscar winner from a couple of years ago, um, which not, not only highlights um, a story of a, a, a black guy living in a world, but also uh, an LGBT, which is also an ongoing part of these protests that has been involved, um, given that it's also Pride Month. So I think it sort of interlinks and there's um, LGBT members within the black communities have their own unique struggles connected with those things um and then we've got black panther which is slightly more digestible it's not as you know it's slightly more a big blockbuster film so not as intense but if you pay attention to the story you'll see quite a strong metaphor and allegory for where black people's place in the world where they you know it's, yeah. it's a wider story even though told by a big blowy up blockbustery yeah. marvel film it still has a very you, strong message to it if you wanted uh, a very concise lowdown about the um differences 
of opinion between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Yeah. Um, you can see them very, very strongly uh, in the hero and villain, despite the fact yeah. we shouldn't say the word villain because um, if yeah. you watch that film, um, uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character is actually um, has a lot of um, solid thinking and right ideas and arguments. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the... Despite the fact he is sometimes sort yeah. of framed as the bad. He also guy. needs to he needs to fit the villain for the sake of the being a superhero film. Yeah. There needs to be a villain. But yeah, it's a, it's I an mean, interesting argu- film. Arguably he's a villain that succeeds. In a way, because what he wants happen. eventually does happen. Yeah, he it just happens it in a in a slightly different because way. Because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's effective, yeah, but he, he goes back it. and changes things yeah. because things in- need to change. I think. Yeah, it's incredibly three-dimensional. Yeah, mm. despite on the surface, you wouldn't think it would be. Um, speaking of, the same director, Ryan Coogler, has another film that uh, Callum informed us of called Fruit Vale Station, despite being said Fruit Vale Station. <laughs> get into that. Um, again, I haven't seen this, Callum, so you have to give us a breakdown for that. Um, it, it, I believe it's a true story. Um, it follows the final day in the life of Michael B. Jordan's character, um, who will eventually be killed by a police officer um, and you follow his, his final day and, okay. uh, and <laughs> very much come to realise this guy did not deserve what he got. And uh, it's, it's, it's a tough watch, man. It's a tough watch. Very good. Worth a watch. Uh, lovely. Uh, another one slightly more irreverent take on it is Sorry to Bother You, which deals with it slightly more metaphorically than most um, films. I'm not even sure I could begin to explain Sorry, Sorry to bother you. It's, there's, there's a bit of sort of uh, race interpretation in it, but it also focuses quite heavily on capitalism. Yeah, which so is it, inherently it, part yeah. of the problem. It, yeah, so. I think it, 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 yeah, it examines the link between them fairly interestingly, I would yeah. argue. And it's, it's certainly a more weirder and out there one. I think it's very much worth yeah. a look. The <laughs> uh, yeah. last one, slightly more left field, but we feel is, is relevant in a way. Um, American History X, which some people may have heard of because it's quite a popular film. Um, it follows the story of a neo-Nazi in America who learns not to be a neo-Nazi, essentially. <laughs> Someone who, yeah. through his experiences, learns that other people are just people. Yeah, of and course. he doesn't need to attack them or curb-stomp them in any way. Um yeah. So we thought that'd be interesting. It's not about, which I know is slightly off topic and slightly different, but we feel it's relevant because it sort of, it shows that people can change. People can change if they learn, if they educate themselves, if they, hopefully if they watch even a few of these films, they might learn a little something and their opinions may change or alter in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you've seen this film, maybe give them a rewatch just because they're there. Like we said, a lot of them are on Netflix or Amazon or you know, there are, most of them, are, none of them are unaccessible. I think they're all available. If you can, if you search them, you'll find them. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. thought that was our best way of showing our our stance on the whole situation because we, it's all, it's what we know. It's what yeah. we can com- communicate effectively, and it's a way, of, a little way of us just trying to help out in whatever way we can. Because yeah. if you, yeah. and if you want to know, actually, to just thought about this, if you want to know more about what's specifically going on right now mm. uh, rather than looking at history the most currently the most recent episode of 
last week tonight with John Oliver had a very okay. good segment. Always what's so, going yeah. on at the moment and why they want to defund the police. Uh, mm -hmm. He sort of segues into that and very specifically looks at the um, the relations between police and minority communities in the past. Yeah, uh, that would be the June eighth episode, and you can get that through Now TV. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, or if you've got a VPN, you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> and um, uh, um, the Patriot Act on Netflix, Hassan Minhaj, um, yep. which is a wonderful show anyway, uh, much like the 13th, deli uh, delivers facts and figures in a concise and ingestible way. Um, uh, most recently, he has done an episode on the on the killings of George Floyd. He, it was kind of a, yeah. uh, an episode that was... Uh, Usually there's a lot more time put into his episodes. This one was a lot more raw and um, mm -hmm. and delivered very quickly and very hard-hitting, gut-punching. Yeah. Brilliant. There's information everywhere right now. Um, yeah. It's not hard to seek out. Um, however you want to digest it, if you wanted to watch a documentary, if you want to watch a film, if you want to watch a talk show, you know, or a, like a political sort of current affairs show, you can get this information in various different ways. Um but also some of these films will just entertain you as well, which is ultimately the idea of film. So there's that as well. So it's a slightly easier way to get things. Um, I think that's everything we want to say. Yeah. We're not going to let leak this into the actual episode. We're trying to keep keep them separate things. Um, yeah. It's uh, definitely so, worthwhile putting yeah, some so, in. Yeah, so we did this as a little opener. So, you know, we could state our stance on the situation and show our ongoing support for the Black Lives Matter movement in general. Yep. So if you are out there protesting, be safe. Stick to social distancing. Don't be, you know, be a good human. Because um, you are being yeah. a good human because you're going out there protesting. So you're a good human anyway, but keep that, maintain that. Keep yeah. being a good human. And there'll be some bad humans out there. Don't let them get to you. The bad humans have really been coming out in force recently. The bad humans have been doing awful things, yeah. but that's a different yeah. topic. Yeah, well, let's, let's not give them a platform. Let's not, let's not even discuss them. Yeah. No. Well, the favourite thing, my the favourite thing for me that the bad humans have done is protect the statue of the man who actually ended slavery. Yeah. Let, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let, let's let's not get into that. <laughs> a whole different point. They don't deserve the the time nor the space so yes we'll be back Callum if you do the honours hit the fucking theme music there we go Hello, good evening, everybody. Let's face it, you watch this in the evening. <laughs> well, because it comes out in the evening, Davis. <laughs> Sorry? It comes out in the evening. Yeah, exactly. Um, we, do get, we, do get, we do get a couple of next morning listeners. We do. Ah. Okay, Thanks well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, good night uh, to our dear listeners, very dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of Rap Party. And today we are... We're returning to a format that we haven't done in quite no, a... it's been a hot minute. Uh, yes, I was... Yeah, thank you. 
That's one of your favourite expressions, I'm sure. It is. Uh, putting yeah. hot in front of anything is my favourite expression. Okay, so we're going to be doing some hot pitch battle today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes. Um, for those of you who are new to the show slash podcast, we have to make that distinction now because we go on YouTube. We do. Well. Uh, we are... The pitch battle is... It's, it's all about creating new ideas. We are given an actor and a genre. And with that actor and genre, we have to create a pitch for a film. And then whoever gives the best pitch gets points. Yeah. Very simple. Um, because we're social distancing, doing this over Skype, rather than next to each other, we're going to be going in alphabetical order. Lovely. By first name, to make it easier. So Callum, David... Ryan, Sam. Only just for me and Sam. That was a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Only just for me and David. I'll cry. It's so close. Well, why don't we go by surname and then we've got and the... it's me first, I think. Yeah, it would be. No, we've already established. Yeah, it would be exact opposite, I think. It's completely reversed the other way. The irony, eh? Oh, coincidences and everything. Do you go by Okabe or Wright? Uh, I'll go by Okabe, yeah. Yeah. That makes it easier because Wright and Wiley are pretty, uh... yeah. Yeah, it's like like tenet, isn't it? It's backwards and forwards and up and and down. It's all the same. Every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, so uh, what we're going to do, I have prepared some actor cards. I prepared Wonderful. some genre cards. Right. So I'm going to give them a shuffle, and then whoever's going first, I'll read them out to you, and then you've got a minute to make. Are we going to, going to have to self time, or we're we going to have one person timing. Uh, I can time if you want. Okay. Can you time it? I'll set up. That's fine. Uh, so you'll have a minute to pitch, and then I'll move on to the next person, and then immediately. Yes, immediately. And then the next person, and then the next. All it's right. been so long. It's been so long. I'm going to be awful. I was awful before, but I'm going to be worse. Yeah. And you've only just woken up. So. I have only just woken up. Yeah. It might, might, might help. I'm a bit loopy. All right. I'm just, get, I'm just shuffling the uh, cards around just so that I don't know what's coming up. That's it. Uh, how are we all doing? Uh, not bad. We all ready? Uh, all feeling confident <laughs> about your pitches? I have never felt more confident in my life. Um... Wow. <laughs> so that's yeah. a statement. That yeah. a statement. All right. Callum, as the first alphabetically, you'll be going first first. Yeah. So once you've given your pitch, I'll give mine, then Ryan, and then Sam. Do you want to hear your genre or your actor first? Uh, actor, please. Your actor is Anne Hathaway. Oh. Classic. Yeah. And your genre, sorry, I need to get the timer ready to go. Your genre is a war film. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Anne Hathaway is a um, war photographer who, um, oh, she loves a good photo. She loves a good photo, but um, but um, it turns out right that what she's actually doing is she's um, she's staging uh, war crimes um, to the point of insanity, right? Because what's happening is 
she is murdering uh, children and putting them, in, putting them in the middle of the road to get her perfect photo. Fuck it. Um, um, terrible what she's doing. Terrible. Oh, all sadistic in a way. And um... all right, and that's your time up. <laughs> uh, oh shit, it's me. Um, Callum's blown me out. I can't. Think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Anne Hathaway is a uh... oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm really bad at war films. I really am. Okay, uh, it's the middle of World War Two, and Anne Hathaway. Is... <laughs> Anne Hathaway plays Anne Frank. Is that bad? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Anne, Anne Frank Hathaway. was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alternate universe where Anne Frank lived no. in her mid thirties. <laughs> I meant. I think I meant the person who was hiding her. Oh, but, I don't know her um, name, but the yeah, family like, who are hiding her. Yeah, Anne Frank. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Not um, my time's up. Right. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Um, Anne Hathaway plays a a army medic slash nurse in the Crimean War. Uh, she is un- working under the charge of Florence Nightingale, but she has been charged with investigating Florence Nightingale because she was actually shit at her job. So. She's sort of undercover, trying to divulge whether she's actually doing a good job and if she's actually helping people or if she's not being a bit cheeky and ciphering thuns, which there were accusations of. Um, so she's sort of in the war hospital trying to find information whilst also trying to be a war nurse and help people. Um, but also being like a spy, trying to be like, oh, Florence Nightingale's a dick. Let's work out if she's what she's doing and if she's actually fucking doing anything, or if she's just fucking walking around being a prick. Done. Yeah, that's your time, Sam. It's called Fuck oh. Nightingale. <laughs> Anne Hathaway teams up with Christopher Nolan again to play Selena in Batman War. But with war, and they're fighting everyone. They're fighting the Joker's there. He's got airplanes because he was like, "This isn't fair." Batman's, you know, got his airplanes. I want airplanes, and it's like it's like it's like World War Three, but in the DC universe. And centered around Catwoman. And centered around Catwoman. Okay. And it's gonna be great. You just think about it. Mm. Just like oh, I'm thinking about it. Now. Now. I'm thinking about it. Meow, like that. Mm. Catman. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I need more time. You've got six so. seconds if you want it. Perfect film, that. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that. Well done, everybody. I guess. There you go. Like yeah, Ryan brilliant. Said, it's been a hot I'm minute. Feeling... It's, it's been so long. We've done pictures. Um, well, Ryan wins, obviously. Exactly. Um, <laughs> because it, uh, it wasn't like predictable. Well, yours was actually a vaguely. Like yeah, maybe. Um, well, sorry, sorry. Did I say Ryan? I meant Sam wins, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, my vote is probably for Ryan. It sounds like the the fullest idea, the most interesting. And, and it wasn't that full or interesting. It was just out of the four we had. <laughs> and it and it passes the Beckdale test, I believe. It would. Very much so. Yeah, let's let's uh let's give it to Ryan. Why not? For feminism. Well, on the basis that it passes the Beckdale test. Not like, yeah, because it's important that we do that, David. What in, you in a in a in a war movie. <laughs> when does that happen in a war movie? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I have serious questions about the legitimacy of the Bechdel test, but that's... Oh, controversial. Interesting. Okay, we'll do a whole episode on that. <laughs> we'll do an entire Bechdel test. Interesting. All right. I agree well, with his updating, but I get you. It's know. an interesting litmus test, but I don't... I don't yeah, it's, it's very much a surface of... Le- if like, you, yeah. break, you can break the Bechdel test and still be quite feminist. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. So, 100%. But... Doing, doing minute Bechdel pitches, test. we can't go that deep into it, David. So, yeah. <laughs> at the moment, a litmus test is all we need to prove uh, that I've won. I don't believe the Bechdel test is the feminism test, though, is it? It's um, just it's, the Bechdel test. Yeah. It's used by lots of feminists. So. Yeah, because it sort of proves that there's, yeah. you know, fil- at least established, like, well-developed female characters in a film. That's what it tries yeah. to prove, doesn't it? It tries to prove that the female character is at least written you can pass the vaguely well. Very poorly developed. Oh yeah, you could put in one line. <laughs> yeah. About oh, something yeah. about something else between two female characters and pass it. So yeah. Mm. But All then we're right, off. So... We're completely off topic. Vote. Yeah, Ryan. We vote. We got to do a vote. So Cam's vote for me. David. Yeah. yeah, Ryan. Sam. Ryan. I'd be interested I'm... to know who Ryan votes for. Right, so we've got... I'm pointing, even though these aren't going to be where you are on the screen. Um, Sam, no. <laughs> David... Underdeveloped. I can't really remember. World War Two is all I remember from you. Uh, she, uh, Anne Hathaway is hiding Anne Frank in her house. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I don't like that. Um, all right. <laughs> <Okay>. Callum? <laughs> what was yours? Crazy, maniacal, what? murderous war photographer. See, both that, pretty, that they're both like pretty... This... It feels like a spiritual sequel to Nightcrawler. That's like. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. That's exactly They're what I was thinking. They're both pretty poor. Yeah, but remember, I did this as well. For like 20 seconds. Yeah. That's what you were thinking. That's, uh... I, not that it matters, but I'm going to go for Callum. Oh, oh, thank you. Well done. Ryan's got one point. Yeah. That's a good one. Proud of you. Thank you. Cool. I just tried to pick a war that wasn't World War One or Two. That's what I did. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all fucking war movies are. Let's be honest. Tell us more about these inaccuracies with Florence. Oh Nightingale. yeah, no, Flor- there were lots of speculations about whether Florence Nightingale was actually good at her job and whether or not she just sort of just wiped people. <laughs> like, and like more well, people died. Fair, more is, people died in her specific. hospitals than any other war hospitals at the time. Like her death rate was actually higher than other people, and mm. then she then after the war she arguably did better things. She went on to change, but during the war she was pretty shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it, that's pretty sorry, much it. Is it just she, me or is Sam is Sam stuck? Is Sam been stuck on anyone no, else's Sam's screen? Was he moving? Good for me. Oh, he's, he's been stuck on my screen for about seventy-five yeah. years. Okay, I, mean, I can't. As long see as he's moving on the recording, right. that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He does move very slowly. He must be. <laughs> All right. Fine. If I if I poke him a bit, does he start? <laughs> right. Okay. So um, we'll go again. It'll be me starting this time, and then Ryan, Sam, Callum. Cool. Yep. 
I'll go, go on. I'm going to go actor first. Same as me. All right. Mm. Now, I'm going to show you guys the actor first. Okay. With that. There you go. Okay. Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the genre is a political oh. satire. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's a difficult one. Right. Mm. Okay, uh, my time started. So, Henry Cavill, um, he's, a, he's English, isn't he? He is, yes. Okay, so he plays a... He plays a TV writer who is recruited by a shadowy government official to write UK politics. That's, that's pretty much it. It's <laughs> Even better, it's 2014, he gets recruited <laughs> to write UK politics, and everything that's happened in the past six years is reconstructed as a TV show. Okay. By Henry Cavill and an ever-increasing cabal of it's pretty good. shitty TV writers. It's pretty good. <laughs> now, I've got ten seconds left, but I'm well, going to... Well, give, no, give no, let me have those ten seconds, David. Yeah. Go for it. I'm still struggling to think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Henry Cavill, he's he's. <laughs> um. <laughs> Political satire is really hard. It is. It is. I don't know. You've got 20 seconds. I can't even... I, nothing is coming to mind. Okay. Should we just go straight on to Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Got fuck all. <laughs> all right. Go for it, Sam. All right. So Henry Cavill plays David Cameron. <laughs> and he is a doing a life and time of David Cameron. Um, and it's... Yeah, it's uh, just turned up to 11. It's everything David Cameron thinks his life was. But it wasn't actually that, you know. He's not the strapping, handsome man of Henry Cavill, is he? He's, he's, <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, he's trash. Um, there's, you know, there's hilarious points where the, he forgets his kids in the pub, and it's like, oh, oh wow, yeah, shit. hilarious. And then that's the main like, plot point, is it? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, how can I, you know, get my political career to go further? Let's have a vote. Let's have a vote and not, you know, not, <laughs> not, not say anything properly and not hold anything to legal thing, and it will be really funny. And it won't be a look back at the last ten years of UK politics. It wow. won't. Wow. It won't be. <laughs> All right, time's up, Cameron. Callum. So a um, a politician is given the task of getting the uh, the public back on on the government side. Um, as part of his task, he decides to hire Superman um, to to be one with the government. Um, so he goes to hire said Superman uh, via um, Henry Cavill's agent. Henry Cavill gets the gets the word they want Superman. Henry Cavill's like he does realize I'm not Superman, right? And they like I don't think he does. I think he thinks Superman's real. And he's like, well, how much is he offering? He's like 
75 million pounds and he goes well i've got to do it obviously because i want that money uh so he has to pretend to be superman um for the government the government believe he is superman uh the 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 public know for a fact he isn't because he's henry cavill and uh and the public just think the government's even more annoying than normal yeah time's up good job <laughs> that seems very familiar though something what about that, that? I don't know, something like about that. Maybe it's such an original idea that I think it's existed. But <laughs> 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 part of my mind says A little bit Galaxy Quest. Yes, both. A little bit. Not enough to mm, No. No. Brian, I know what you're thinking of. What mind torn. Uh, no, I'm thinking, yep. That, That's yeah. very mind torn. It yeah. is very mind torn. Yeah, shit. It is mind torn. <laughs> it is mind torn. It's mind torn. Guys, guys, I did mind torn. <laughs> I did mind torn. I haven't heard of mind torn. It's good. Mind torn is fucking fantastic, mate. It's Essentially, so that it's that, but with a detective. Yeah. It's Julian Barrett, and it's so Julian funny. Julian Barrett on the Isle of Man. Is the Isle of Man? Yeah, yeah on like the Isle that. of Man. I it's did very mind funny. torn. He did, he did, he did, I did, did mind with him and Right. Uh, you did. <laughs> That's a new catchphrase. It's the Guys, sincerity I of did mind horn. Kind of... <laughs> hey? um, so I may have made you realise you did mind horn, Callum. I apologise. Yeah. Okay. I could have said nothing. I'm going to be honest, Callum still gets my vote. Well, mind horn's great, so doing mind horn is not a bad yeah. thing. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Callum as well for that reason. Oh, <laughs> I, <thought> that. <laughs> I vote for. So, okay, Sam. I vote for Callum. There we go. Mine's on win. Mine's on. Mine's on. Mine's on. Sam, I want to know more about your idea, though. What, what about it? So, does the entire <laughs> film take place in David Cameron's head? Yeah, you flip between his perception of reality. It'll be more like a in his head, like, and then every now and then it cuts back to like what actually happened. actually happened, and what he think. You know, it keeps cutting back between what happens and what he thinks and pictures himself. Like that time he fucked a pig. He thought it was a great idea to do that. Did he? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think he had, thought it was a great idea. <laughs> it's not like one day he just woke up and thought, you know what? Well, he still he did also, it. He also it? didn't. It was also. To, I, I'm not a man to jump to the defense of David Cameron. <laughs> but it was a dead pig. That, I think that makes it worse. And he was just teabagging it in his defense. Well, you see, that's just a it's lot been, worse. The, the fucking the pig has been blown out of. Out of Ryan, <laughs> Ryan. He fucked the pig. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked the alive pig. We've all seen the uh, Black Mirror episode, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which happened before that anything about that and, came out. And and I did mind haul. And Callum did mind haul. Mm. And got a point from doing it. Yeah. So mind haul. Yeah. yeah, mind haul blew everything out of the water. It did. <laughs> Have you thought? I love mind haul. No, I thought of nothing. You're gonna leave it. All I thought of are plots of other. Political satire films. It's difficult to come up with anything original, really. Yep, it is. Satire like, is. Hard. Like Sam and I just recontextualize stuff that's already happened, and, and Callum, Callum just ripped off a different film. Yeah, 
Arguably nothing original in that. Yeah. Uh, is politics even original, though? You know. no. I mean, that's very <laughs> true. Politics is a repeat of the I same mean, old project. There's your satire. Right, that's, that, that was it. Yeah. Done. Picked. That's quality satire. Politics is a rap party for. <laughs> oh god alright round three Brian you're going first oh, and great. Callum and then me do you want actor or genre first I do not mind alright well we'll stick with actor yeah your actor is Jennifer Aniston okay Jen Jenna 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 <laughs> your genre <laughs> is 80s style action 80s style action. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Aniston is a stunt driver. I'm just trying to thought here. She's a stunt driver working in Hollywood. Um, she then she's out of her luck a little bit. She's not getting a lot of work. She then gets hired to be a driver for the cartel in california uh so she then gets involved in drug running across the border in the 80s just lots of cocaine she just she ends up driving cocaine like across the desert um there's there's betrayals it's like then just becomes like a sort of crime movie like people she trusts that like fall out of her they think she they, like, the police catch her but turns out she's not actually like a, there's a decoy like and then so she's trying to get out of it. By the same time, she like she has a family. She needs the money, but she wants to get out of it. It's pretty tropey, but good fun. Uh, great soundtrack. Um, uh, so it's just Jennifer Aniston driving a car, driving a massive car full of cocaine through the desert, while also trying not to drive a car full of cocaine through the desert. <laughs> cool, Sam. Mm -hmm. So Jennifer Aniston is in a cop action film. It's got you know all of the tropes. <laughs> you think you know where it's going, it's right? A trope heavy round. And then halfway the through, she's in an awful accident, just awful accident. They have to operate on her. Turns out it's Vobo Cop. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is Vobo Cop. Jennifer Aniston is Robo Cop. And then yeah. the plot, then the the rest of the film is just Robo Cop. Yeah. Do they just cut to Robocop? Yeah, just cut. You know what? Okay. We can't actually be bothered to make <laughs> it okay for like, the rights. So we just changed the mm. intro of Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. All right, time's up. Callum. My um, 80s action film starring Jennifer Aniston will be called Feds Riding in Endless Neo Dystopian. Sahara, right? Uh, it's her. It's her. and five. out of her feds um, who um, drive around the endless neo dystopian Sahara. Um, Driving around a desert. Wonder where he got that from. <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to um, gauge um, relationships with other people um, in order to um, solidify. Um, uh, relationships <laughs> because they have things that they need um, but often the relationships go, go sour right and they end up having action fights and um, then they have action to fight. Then they, 
then no, they realise that they are actually they 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 actually just yeah. Your time's gone. Um, Friends. Right. Uh, Jennifer Aniston plays the wife of a police commissioner who is kidnapped by uh, a gang of uh, terrorists. Whoa. A gang of terrorists? Yeah, yeah. well, like, like a cabal or whatever. Like, a cabal? What's the collective cabal down gang. for terrorists? I think a cell. I think it's, isn't it? A cell, the, that's the, it. A terrorist yeah. um, So the police commissioner is kidnapped by a terrorist cell and she becomes frustrated that nobody seems to be doing anything she's effective. Frustrated. Yeah. No, she's frustrated. She's ready. <laughs> Stop it. Look, what are you going is for after the pit ride. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> basically goes it alone to track down these terrorists and get her husband back. And it turns out that she's quite the badass. The 80s style badass. I, I, specifically the 80s type of badass. Well, I mean, that's the genre, so we're kind of into it. <laughs> Mm. That, is mm. that. that is that. Time is up. Wonderful. Your sounds it's like taken. It's pretty what taken. What a round. What a round. Mm. Mm. Still don't know what Callum's was. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You don't know what it was, but you're going to give me the vote anyway. No, I'm giving mine my vote. <laughs> wow. Um, I forget I like what Karen's idea was. Hmm? I forgot what your idea was. Uh, she's out of work stunt driver who gets involved in the cartel. Um, Cartels she's and moving, trucks and things. Moving cocaine and then tries not to be in the cartel. And tries Sam, to, tries to get out. Robocop. But... It's like Sicario, but fun. Sicario is a great film. I won't hear anything. Yeah, but it's not fun, is it? Not in the same way that Jennifer Aniston on cocaine driving to the desert is fun. Yeah. It's a different kind I, of fun. I, I understand what Brian means by this year. Yeah. Car is great. This could but be not... greater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, um... no one's really tempted to give it to Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it to the film Robocop with a different opening scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... Just be cast by We haven't had one of those in a while. No. Why? Sam, yours was, yours was just generic tropes, wasn't it? It was yeah. Robocop. Oh, yeah, it's Robocop. Yeah. Robocop, yeah. Fantastic, yeah. I... You have all the tropes, I believe he said. Yeah. yeah. Um, David, what was yours again? Uh, her husband is a police commissioner and gets kidnapped Taken. by a terrorist cell. Right. Right. This is a toughie. Look, terrorist cabal. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to give it to um, Rachel in, in Sicario. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but cocaine, but like... We'll put like cocaine and fun. An 80 soundtrack. Yep. yep. You know, yep. she's got other things than Friends, Callum, right? Actually? Yeah, but she hasn't, she 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 hasn't done anything better than Friends. Let's be honest. Oh, oh, yeah, no, you're right. She did Leprechaun before. <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give it to Horrible Bosses in Sicario. <laughs> I'll give it to We're the Sicarios. <laughs> We're the Sicarios. It's not, it's not dissimilar, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, We're the Sicarios. That's my vote. But she's in a Camaro. Yeah, We're the Camaros. <laughs> okay, Sam? Uh, yeah, Ryan. Wow, I'm doing oh, so awesome. far better than I ever do. <laughs> David? I would pick mine, but yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't forget um, your idea to that kid. It's a bit mean, but... No, no, I totally, I totally, totally get you, David. Don't panic. Yeah. I quite like yours, so I'm going to give you the vote. Thank you. So you're saying that Fed's riding in Neo in endless Neo dystopian <laughs> Sahara is not a good idea. You're all also all what are the, what are the Feds got anything? Why are they in the Sahara? Why are the federal American government because in it's Neo dystopian? <laughs> yeah, but why are they in Northern Africa? Neo dystopian. <laughs> I don't know what else I can say. <laughs> I think that's a casual term for I can do what the fuck I want. Neo dystopian means I can do whatever the fuck I want. Neo dystopian in the 80s meant I can do what I want. Fair enough. That's 100% what it meant. So basically, it's Mad Max, but with Jennifer Aniston. And all the friends. All the friends. Who were in cars that they surely couldn't afford, given their. (laughs) given the way they earn money. Cars are far too nice and in such a nice area. You see, most of them aren't working. We're most laughing of the time. about it now. You wait till HBO Max releases that friend. <laughs> it's going to be exactly this. Yep. <laughs> All right, said so last one, I believe. Uh, well, we could do another round if we're. Oh shit! Oh, we got so much prepared. I'm, uh, I'm for some reason, and and I know this is a, this is a common trope these days. For some yeah. reason, despite the fact my phone is on charge, I'm losing charge, <laughs> and I started on twenty percent. <laughs> And I'm now on 6%, so we're going to have to see what okay. happens there. Okay. So we'll definitely have one more round in Do at least definitely. one more, because that's four, and that's... Yeah. yeah. We'll see and how then, it goes. Yeah. Maybe we pause recording. You need to get your phone fixed, or your charger. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Onward. Come on. All right, yeah. so Sam's going first, then it's Callum, then it's me, then it's Ryan. Sam, your actor or genre first? Actor, please. Okay, your actor is Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, Danielle. Oh, I know him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a good start. Genre, oh, Christ. Psychological horror. Mm. All right, yeah, I've got this. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Started. So, Daniel Radcliffe is in psychological horror film of whenever horror films are released. What, Halloween? Or January. That's generally how they're released. Where... It's an hour and a half of just him staring <laughs> directly at the camera. Mm. Mm. Okay. At least we know the length. That's scary. That would, you know, that's a big screen to just have somebody staring at you. And was there something on the screen? We don't know. You'll have to watch. Tune in next year. <laughs> Next year? Tune in next year. Call it right now. Oh, let me go on the phone to... Yeah, Daniel? Yeah, got, got a plan? Did you call him Daniel? Daniel? <laughs> Hello, Daniel. Right, right, yeah. Time's up. Time's up. Great, oh, Christ. <laughs> Who's next? Callum. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. So, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, oh, God. Right, so he is part. Uh, he joins college, and um, he joins a fraternity. Um, the hazing uh, process of which becomes more and more and more horrific um, to the point where it's literally like satanic, culty, disturbing. But he really wants to be in the frat. So will he fuck the pig? Or will he not fuck the pig? <laughs> oh, that's um, <laughs> the, the, 
But that's that's just the first haze. <laughs> the hazes get worse. <laughs> that's the first one. No, the first uh, haze is like, oh, do a keg flip, and then the second one is fuck that. <laughs> and then the third one is um, uh, go in that room with that um, child, and then the fourth. One... <laughs> what? Your time's up, Callum. <laughs> what? I didn't, say any, I didn't say anything else, did I? I didn't say what he's doing. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. Um, Daniel Radcliffe plays. Uh, he plays an adult actor who was very famous as a child for starring in a series of fantasy films, very much in a Birdman, <gasps> where Michael Keaton played some like he used to play Birdman and was now struggling. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe really struggles to identify who he is now that that's in his past and he wants to be a newer person, but he can't quite work out how it is. And he is haunted by the spectral forms of his past as a child actor in this very high concept uh, series. And he has to, he has, he basically has to fight the versions of himself in his mind as he tries to escape it and answer the question of who he really is anymore. That's my time. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is part of a sort of neo-Buddhism type organisation in which he is trying to achieve enlightenment, as we all are. Um, but by doing this, um, reincarnation is actually a thing. So to achieve enlightenment, he has to live through the horrors of all of the previous lives that his soul has taken. So for like all of history, he's lived through many different things. Um, to achieve enlightenment, he has to subdue these things. They happen randomly. There's no real order of when they happen. Stuff just happens. Like one minute he's like being burnt as a witch, and then it, like so he goes through all these experiences. But then the question is: Is that happening, or is he being <laughs> drugged? Is it a cult, or is it actually is he being led to actually enlightenment, or is he being like manipulated by like a group of people, or is he actually? And by the end, like, we don't know. The end just ends on a white screen. We don't know if he did or didn't. Like, it's one of those ones. Cool. Time's up. Um, quick question. Yeah. Is, the white, is the white screen actually a close-up of his face? Because <laughs> if so, we've just gone full circle. <laughs> yeah. Mine's yeah. more of an art piece than a film, I think. Um, it's definitely yeah. horrific. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know in which way it's horrific. Yep. Um, um, uh, Ryan, your sounds uh, I don't actually know if it, if it is or not but it sounds similar to what Antebellum might be which is the new Janelle Monae okay. Okay. psychological horror film never even heard of uh, it yeah, it's, this, it's the Could be. thing from the producers of Get Out and Us that seems to be okay. kind of like uh, well, well I'm clearly on the same creative level yeah just, just as Callum is on the same creative level of Mindhorn, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I. Uh, oh yeah. Um. I like both your ideas, Ryan and David. Um. And Sam, I. I. I love your idea. Uh, <laughs> for, for the sake of getting someone else to have a chance, I'm going to give it to David or Ryan. Um. David, what was yours again? Like just a little little <laughs> It's basically Daniel Radcliffe does Birdman, but yeah. it's horror and not drama. Yeah, it's like Rocket Man, but um, horror. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very much about him facing who he was in the past and who he. Whereas was. mine is facing who he was in multiple pasts. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Ryan, I'm afraid. Yeah. Ryan, multiple parts. But it might be a cult as well. It could be all a lie. Yeah. There's two, there's two plots. If, if I can't give it to myself, I'm giving it to Ryan. Fair enough. I'm, <laughs> I might give it to Sam purely because I love that we know it's an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. one of his first things he said was, it's an hour and a half. It's not going to be any longer, any yeah. shorter. We've planned that now. That's the first thing we're going to know. We're, we're only filming that, you know, whatever. We're only going to film an hour, hour and a half, half, so it can't be any longer or shorter. Yeah. Has it got a title, Sam? Yeah. What is <laughs> Oh, God, I love you, Sam. Daniel. It's called Daniel. Danielle. It's called Danielle. It's called Danielle. Hello, Danielle. <laughs> oh, dear. Brilliant. Brilliant. So I'm going to give my well, vote to Sam. Because <laughs> I, I love just knowing how long things are. <laughs> yeah. That's good, isn't it? You're not going yeah. in and going, oh, it's two and a half You know, exactly. Hours. Like, I can watch this. I need to do something at four, but I, it's, it's half two. I can watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Callum, what would you do? Uh, fraternity hazing. Yeah. The pig yeah, sucking. You know what? I mean, I think Callum wasn't taking it seriously, but he still gets my point. <laughs> I, I, a hundred percent was taking it seriously. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And I, and the, the the pig fucking is obviously for for the uh, the to the meme, the pleasure of the the hark back to earlier in the episode. Obviously, yeah. but I, back. I still think it works. Yeah, I, yeah. I like I like it. I think yeah. it can work. Um. Yeah. There's there's scope in there to extend it further and so and, so who hasn't voted? Sam. I haven't voted, yeah. So Sam, you everyone else has got a vote. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Vines. Whoa, what? Because <laughs> David's I feel like I've watched. Well wow. just, you know, <laughs> sounds like a uh you know a, a normal I'll have to take notes. There you go. <laughs> and I can tell you, Sam, it's about two hours ten. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, about two hours ten. that's quite long. For that's, with for that's with credits. That's with credits. Ten minutes of credits. Ten minutes credits. And ten minutes starting credits. So actually, in that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's both. They've got really long opening credits yeah. and closing credits, just to really bring that time. fantastic. <laughs> really fill up that two hours ten. <laughs> so it seems uh, that Ryan, you've, you've yeah, you've, Ryan's uh, free. Ryan has stormed it. You've got three points. He's got three points. Callum has one. Sam and I are sitting on lowly zeros despite ideas. Maybe we just do these in the morning from now on. I clearly did. (laughs) And I didn't answer for one of them. I just didn't fucking say anything. The one you didn't answer. (laughs) That's the one you get points. I think the lack of um, balancing force in the scoring is uh, affecting this. Oh, good. Well, well done, Ryan. Yay. All right. Perfect. That's that. that A was... nice, lovely ra- uh, pitch battle. Yeah. I'd yeah. say round up as well. Yeah, it's a short pitch battle as well. We barely be going about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, can't charge his phone, so we'll wrap it up there. 3% now. 3%. <laughs> yeah. Um Feel free to leave a comment with the ideas that you like Kristen would want to see made. Or or your own pitches for those, you know. Yeah, if you think you can do better than 
Which you I, probably I, can. I was going to say all of us, but if you think you can do better than Ryan, then it's easier. <laughs> yeah, I probably could. <laughs> yeah. Well, alrighty. Drop some comments down. We would love to hear them. We might read a few out on the next pitch battle. You never, yeah, why not? Never know. No, um, why not? Whenever that is, it could be months. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could be next week. There's an yeah. awful lot of actor and genre casting. Oh, we've got so much. We're stocked up. <laughs> I think I, yeah. I, I think I forgot that we only use four of each. Yeah, I thought well, we good have, I thought each but, person had a different one. But to also, pick, that but. way you weren't you were never going to be. If you'd just done four, you would have known like exactly the four. Yeah, I prepared. Could have, I could have made some. Yeah. but with Marvel, you at least there was still a chance that you yeah. wouldn't really be prepared. So, well, I yeah. don't. I deliberately try not to think of stuff. It's but. hard though when you are when you're writing them down. I'm sure you sort of have a moment of like, oh, I could do like you must. Things must come into your head as you're and writing as them. As you can tell by the scoreboard, though, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time didn't work out. And also, if I do that, but then get thrown like a complete curveball when, in, like, Jennifer Aniston stars in it instead of yeah, you know. true. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's good. Right, goodbye, yeah. everybody. Thank you for watching. See you soon. Yes. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of whatever we've been doing here at Rap Party HQ. We'd like to thank Sam Sargent for supplying the score. To hear the full tracks and more music of the same ilk, feel free to head to soundcloud.com forward slash Sam Sargent and tell him Rap Party sent you, preferably not at gunpoint. While on the internet, it'd help us out if you liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter and kept an eye out for further episodes. Thanks once again for listening and that's a wrap.